0: could another trade be coming for the New York Knicks. Adrian Wojnarowski hopped on ESPN yesterday and he said he expects the Knicks to be active at the NBA trade deadline and then maybe look to trade for a superstar in the offseason. We're going to break down those quotes. I'm going to give you a couple of players that I think he could be talking about. But first, I got to make sure everybody watching right now is subscribed to New York Knicks Now by Chat Sports. Look, we put out free, informative, and entertaining content every single day on your Knicks And we are in a subscriber battle to start the new year. The people over at Boston Celtics today, Allie Barefoot as well as Smitty, you guys know them, they've been talking a lot of noise. And I want to beat them in subs picked up this much. So if you love the Knicks and you hate the Celtics and you're looking for free content every day, hit that subscribe button right now. Welcome in to New York Knicks Now by Chats Sports. I'm your host, Marshall Green. Appreciate everybody for taking time out of their busy schedule to rock and roll with us for a couple of minutes as we catch you up on everything surrounding the Knicks. So Woj yesterday hopped on ESPN's NBA Today show with Malika Andrews, and he was, uh, she asked him, what are the Knicks going to do? Not only at the trade deadline, but also in the offseason. He hinted that the Knicks can make a trade now for either a star or role player, and then another trade for a superstar once the season Ends. I always think it's important to say this. Adrian Wojnarowski is the mouthpiece for Leon Rose. Woj is repped by CAA, the agency, who was once ran the basketball division by Leon Rose. They have a really tight personal connection. And who broke the trade news of OGN and OB being traded to the New York Knicks? It was Woj. It was not Shams. So when I'm talking about Knicks news and rumors, when Woj speaks, we should all listen because he has the inside track inside the front office of the New York Knicks. And I think it's obvious, and I'll say it again and again until it actually happens. The New York Knicks need to make another trade. I love the OG Ananobi move. I actually think the Knicks won that trade by a landslide. They got the best player in the deal, and they continue to have all this flexibility, all these draft picks. Didn't give up a first-rounder to get the best player in the deal, but it's obvious. They need a guy to come in and take up where Emmanuel quickly left off. They need a guard off the bench that not only can score, but can create for others, and Woj He kind of hinted at that just yesterday. He said, I think it could be both when Malika Andrews asked when the Knicks could make their trade, if it was at the trade deadline or the offseason. He said, I think it could be both at the trade deadline, then after the season. I think if you are the Knicks at the trade deadline, is there going to be a team or teams that are trying to get ahead of the second apron phasing in after the season and moving off of a big salary for a player that they value and don't want to be in that second-tax apron and have to face all of the roster-building limitations that come with it. So first, let's break down the second-tax apron. When you reach a certain threshold in the salary cap, they call it the uh, second-tax apron, you're very limited in the moves that you could make. So who's a team that's right at that threshold, not playing too well, has a good player that they value that maybe the Knicks are interested in? I wonder who that could be for it's DeJounte Murray. Adrian Wojnarowski yesterday outlined what the Knicks are going to do. And I believe move number one is to trade for DeJounte Murray at the trade deadline. Why? Here's a couple of quick reasons. Right now, the Hawks sit at 13 and 19 on the season. They're 11th in the Eastern Conference. They're $22 million below that 2024-2025 second tax apron. But They need to pay Sadiq Bey this offseason if they want to hold on to him after just acquiring him last trade deadline, and they have two first-round picks that they are going to have to pay. That comes to about $20 million. So they would be right up against that second tax apron, and DeJounte Murray, his contract extension that he signed this offseason, it kicks in in the 2024 offseason. Another reason why I think Murray is a perfect trade target for the Knicks is because the money with him, And Evan Fournier, who is on an expiring deal, matches perfectly. So if you're the Hawks, you have a player you like, like Woj talked about, that you value, but you don't want to enter the second tax apron because Atlanta has never been a team that's wanted to pay the tax, you move off of a long-term $117 million deal for Murray, you get $19 million in expiring money, and oh yeah, the Knicks can throw you four or five first-round picks. I'm a big fan of Murray. Do I think he's the perfect fit? Next to Jalen Brunson and next to everyone else on this team? No, but I think he's the best player that you can get right now. And I understand people will say, Marshall, he doesn't shoot the ball well enough. Well, he's having a career year from three. He's knocking them down at a 38% clip on 6.3 attempts per game. He's also not small. He's six foot four, six foot five, almost a seven foot wingspan. He led the NBA in steals per game in 2021 and 2022. He's averaging another steal and a half this year, and he's shooting 36% on catch and shoot threes on over three and a half per game. And he's almost knocking down his pull up threes, 2.7 a game on 42%. He's having a career shooting year. The Knicks have all this draft capital. They have the expiring 19 million dollars for Evan Fournier. He didn't give up any first-round picks for OG Anunoby. They can afford to throw some of these picks to the Atlanta Hawks. You got potentially four in 2024, two in 2025, eight tradable first-round picks over the next uh, seven seasons, uh, five seasons, excuse me, and ten first-rounders in the next seven years. So let's focus in on 2024 because right now they technically do not have four, but they could. This Dallas Mavericks pick is going to convey the Detroit Pistons pick. May not convey this year, but it goes to 16 the year after, then 14, then 12, then 10. And I was listening to Zach Lowe's podcast yesterday. He was talking with an NBA insider, and he thinks the Detroit Pistons pick that the New York Knicks own is one of the most valued picks in the league because by 2026, it's top 10 protected, and that may be when the Detroit Pistons are finally outside the top 10. They can afford to trade picks. They have the salary. Should they do it, though? What do you think? Should the New York Knicks... Trade for DeJounte Murray to have a starting lineup for Brunson, Murray, O.G. Ananobi, Julius Randle, Isaiah Hartenstein, and maybe Mitchell Robinson comes back for the playoffs. Let me know what you think. Type T for trade, type P for pass. For me, this is a home run. This is an absolute do-it. This is the type of move that can help the Knicks not just get to the second round, but advance to the Eastern Conference Finals. Then one rolled ankle, one player has a bad series. You could be playing in the NBA Finals. It's the deal that makes you better now, and even if the fit doesn't work, let's say you trade for DeJounte Murray. It is a nightmare between him and Brunson. You can trade him next season, and he would be a great piece to have at your disposable as a trade target to go and make a move for that next player, whoever it is. I don't see any way this is a bad deal. The Knicks should go do it and try to make a push right now. Coming up next. Adrian Wojnarowski hinted at the Knicks trading for a role player. So he talked about the Knicks trading for a big-time guy just a second ago. He also talked about them trading for a role player at the deadline and then a superstar and the offseason. We're going to break that down in a second. But first, got to give a huge shout-out to today's sponsor, Factor. Go to factormeals.com slash KnicksChat50. Use the promo code KnicksChat50, and Factor will give you 50% off your first order. Get started on your resolutions with Factor so you're ready for the new year. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, prep work, and cooking fatigue. Instead, get Chef crafted dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week including options like keto calorie smart vegan and veggie and more plus over 55 weekly add-ons you'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolution that's factormeals.com slash nixchat50 promo code nixchat50 if you tried the meal prepping you've tried grocery shopping and has it worked Give Factor a try. All that information will be clickable down in the comments and description of today's show. So if the Knicks do not go out and trade for DeJounte Murray, Woj highlighted another avenue that they could take. And I think this one would be just as good because we can all agree, Emmanuel quickly is a really good basketball player, and the Knicks don't have anyone that could take his spot, and they need someone to come off the bench to be able to create offense. This is what Woj had to say. He said, is there one role player? Somebody who replaces an Emmanuel quickly, who can score the ball, who can handle. You know, those are different kinds of trades. Talking about the trade for potentially a big salary and then for a role player. They have to get a guard off the bench. Not one that just can get a bucket for themselves, but can create for themselves and others. Because let's go back to that first game of the OG Ananobi era. The game against the Minnesota Timberwolves. The Knicks won, but in that fourth quarter when Brunson couldn't make a shot and Randall hadn't got it going yet. The Knicks' offense was stagnant. What about in that second quarter? Uh, it was the end of the first quarter. There was a time where I was seeing Malcolm, uh, Malcolm, Miles McBride and Precious Achua high pick and rolls with five seconds on the shot clock. I love the hell out of Deuce McBride. I appreciate his grind. I don't really want him initiating offense for me in the playoffs. Remember what happened last year in the playoffs when Jalen Brunson came out for five minutes against the Miami Heat in game six. It was a 10-point swing then the Heat. they never looked back. So what about adding a veteran guard off the bench? I think there's two names that all Knicks fans should keep an eye on. First one is Malcolm Brogdon for the Portland Trailblazers. Did not have a good playoffs last year with the Boston Celtics, but he was hurt, had a serious elbow injury, and now he's playing good basketball yet again. He makes $22 million, so it's a very easy trade for the Knicks involving Evan Fournier's expiring money. He's a veteran. He's a winning player. He can make shots. He can create for others. And he's been in a lot of big-time ball games. Also, Tyus Jones recently added to the Washington Wizards this offseason. Reports are coming out that the Wizards would be open to moving on from Jones in a trade. One of the best point guards in NBA history when it comes to assist to turnover ratio. He just simply does not turn the ball over. He can run an offense. He can catch and shoot. I don't think he's an elite scorer. We know he's not an elite scorer, but he's a smart, heady basketball player, and he would absolutely make this team better. All right, so that's the role player side of that quote (coughs) from Woj. But he also talked about how The New York Knicks still want a star, And if they are going to trade for that superstar, it may not be at the deadline. It'll be at the offseason. Let's go to what he had to say. Quote, but then after the season, this is a New York team that has all of their own first round picks over the next five years and some valuable protected picks from Milwaukee, from Dallas that are in the next couple of seasons. Those have value in trades and you know the formula for trying to get a big star in a trade. You get to the end of the season. A team underachieves. There's a shakeup. Somebody asks out, or a team's going to make a trade, and you need that player to tell a team, I want to go to New York, or New York is on my list of two or three, and that is a player towards the end of their contract. So we're talking about teams that underachieve, that have superstars. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Brooklyn Nets for Mikkel Bridges. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Cleveland Cavaliers for Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to keep my eyes on the Philadelphia 76ers who have proven one thing in this era of basketball. They will choke in the playoffs. And then a long shot, a dark horse. I'm keeping my eyes on the Phoenix Suns, and it's not for KD. It's for Devin Booker. That thing could go south. I'm going to keep my eyes on Devin Booker, a part of the CAA Mafia. All I know is this offseason is going to be lit for the New York Knicks. This truly feels like the time for Leon Rose to grab all of his chips and push them into the table and have the Knicks entering the 2024 NBA season as a team that is competing for an NBA championship. Make sure you are subscribed to Knicks Now by Chat Sports because if the Knicks make a move, we make a video. We're actually going to be live on the channel tonight for the game, so subscribe, turn the notifications on, and let's go, Knicks.